If adventure has a name, it must be Indiana Jones. Hi, this is Ed Dollister and welcome to episode 7 of the IndyCast, your weekly look at Indiana Jones news from around the world. I hope everyone had a great Christmas and a holiday season and got something indie related under their Christmas tree. Me, not so much indie related, but my wife did get me the Star Wars Vault, which, as if you already didn't know, is a must-have for any Star Wars fan. Not only that, if you read it in bed, it's great for an upper arm workout. Boy, that thing's heavy. But this isn't a Star Wars podcast, I'll leave that to the professionals Jason and Pete. So let's get on with some indie news. Dr. Jones, now you must understand that this is all strictly confidential. Huh? I understand. Every clue he followed, every discovery he made. These pages are taken from Professor Jones' diary, Your Highness. Archaeology is the search for fact, not truth. Well, while last week was pretty quiet news-wise, this week things seem to pick up a little bit, thanks to IndyCast listener Mitchell for providing some links to stories this week. The big story was an interview by Premier Magazine with John Hurt, who may or may not be, but probably is playing the father of a character other than Indy in Indy 4, just trying to keep it spoiler-free, where he apparently called working on the film lightweight. Hurt said, I want to be careful here because I don't want to make it sound like I'm anti the film. I'm not at all. But if I was asked what I would choose to do, it would be lightweight for me, at least for that sort of time commitment. But having accepted it, I enjoyed working with Stephen Hugely and we had a great cast. I just wish we had something of fabulous interest between each other to act. Now I guess is not the time to uh, mention his role in Roger Corman's Frankenstein Unbound. When asked if he saw George Lucas around much, Hurt replied, occasionally. George is a bit socially crippled really, not good with people, so I just left him alone. Ouch! I can hear George Lucas fans ripping up their copies of Alien and How the Duck. Okay, so John Hurt wasn't in How the Duck, but it's not like you need an excuse to rip it up. For the entire interview, and watch out, it does contain some dot-to-dot spoilers, check out this week's show notes. Entertainment Weekly listed the top 25 fan sites on the web, and coming in at number one was the Indiana Jones fan site, theraider.net. Excellent job, guys. Also coming in at number 25 was one of our favorites here, theforce.net. Well done to everyone involved in the sites, but surely theforce.net should have ranked higher than 25. I mean, if Project Runway could make it to number 12, someone needs to take another look at the voting criteria. And where is my How the Duck fan site? I put a lot of work into that. And finally, Variety announced that Harrison Ford will be honoured with a Lifetime Achievement Award at the International Cinematography Guild's upcoming 45th Annual Publicist Awards in February next year. Other recipients include well-known action stars Clint Eastwood and Julie Andrews. Apparently she did all her own stunts in The Princess Diaries. Don't worry, this is kids' play. Indiana Jones, Tote and Cairo Swordsman action figures, each sold separately from Raiders of the Lost Ark Collection, new from Kenner. You know how long I've been looking for that? All your life? Theraider.net is reporting that a number of LEGO websites have published very revealing spoiler pictures of three Indiana Jones in the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull playsets. Well, as revealing as LEGO can be. If you don't mind spoilers, visit the show notes for the links to some pictures. Still with LEGO, IndyCast listener Ben wrote in with some news of Indie LEGO hitting retail. Ben writes... Just writing to say that the first wave of the indie Legos are out. Unfortunately, there are no Temple of Doom sets. I grabbed the Lost Tomb set and it's awesome. 
Toys R Us also had the Temple Escape, which is huge and costs 70 US dollars, which is $20 above retail. I've attached some pictures and a scan for an upcoming LEGO video game. Merry Christmas and I hope you enjoy the new year of indie. Thanks Ben, I've uploaded the pics to the IndyCast Flickr page at www.flickr.com forward slash photos forward slash IndyCast, so check them out. GoNintendo.com is reporting a rumour that a game based on Indiana Jones 4 will be coming to the Wii thanks to developer A2M, who have worked on such titles as Kim Possible 2, Lizzie McGuire 2, That's So Raven 2, and Kim Possible 3. Not exactly Super Mario Galaxy or Lego Star Wars, so let's hope this stays a rumour or they do the indie franchise proud. And finally, Cool Toy Review have got loose pics of the Indiana Jones Adventure Heroes. Must say the Havidos Indians look pretty cool, and it's nice to see an indie figure with his gloves from the scene in the Well of Souls. Great work, Hasbro. I will take the book now. What, what book? book? You have the diary in your pocket. There are pages torn out of this. This book contained a map. Where are these missing pages? This map. We must have these pages back. Random House and Del Rey will be releasing the complete making of Indiana Jones on May 22, 2008, and StarWars.com has the exclusive first look at the cover. Penned by Lucasfilm's J.W. Rinsler, the complete making of Indiana Jones will cover the making of all four indie movies, including Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. If the new book is anything like Rinsler's making of Star Wars, which exhaustively chronicled the making of the first Star Wars movies, indie fans should be in for quite a treat. It's today's mail. It's been opened. Dr. Schneider, message from Berlin. We should have mailed it to the Marx Brothers. I always love getting emails from indie fans, and this week was no exception. I had a fantastic indie tale from Lucinda. Lucinda writes, Unlike most of the stories that I've heard from other listeners, I can't recall the first time I saw Raiders or Temple of Doom, or what I was doing when I heard about the release of The Last Crusade. I was only nine when it came out. What I do remember is that the indie movies have always been there on the shelf for me to watch from the VHS copies and box set that my dad had bought, through to the DVD box set that now sits within my collection. This fascination led me to conduct my own archaeological digs in my sandpit, which sometimes led to the great discoveries of my brother's matchbox cars that he had lost years earlier. These digs then extended to my mother's garden, which were not as well received. This extended even further when I decided to go back to school and study archaeology, of which I am entering my final undergrad year in 2008. People always ask me, why archaeology? To which I simply reply, Indiana Jones. But this question is always followed by, no, really, why? At which point I assure them it is due to these fantastic movies that I watched when I was a child and continue to watch regularly to this day. Anytime that I'm on a dig, the indie theme replays over and over in my head and a smile grows on my face. The impact that these movies have had on my life has been enormous. So great that these words just don't seem to do it justice. I just want to share my story and can't wait for the excitement to continue with the Kingdom of the Crystal skull. Wow, you really are living the dream of being an archaeologist. How many of us like you wanted to do what you were doing but only got as far as digging up action figures in the backyard? Actually, I never did find my Death Star Commander. He's probably somewhere still at my parents' garden there. Thanks so much for sharing your story and let us know if you ever find some fortune and glory. If you would like to share an indie story, send me an email at editcomicgenius.com or discuss it in the dedicated forums. Perhaps you've got some pictures to send like Ben. Well, why don't you send them to me and we can upload them at the IndieCast Flickr page. It's at www.flickr.com forward slash photos forward slash IndieCast. 
Well, that's it for Episode 7 of the IndyCast. Check out the show notes for further details on all the stories we covered. I'd like to wish everyone a happy new year as we head into 2008, the year of Indiana Jones. I'll see you all next week. Thanks to Dustin, Dan, Jay, Jimmy Mack, Jason, Pete, and everyone at TheForce.net. This is Ed Dollister telling you to remember... If adventure has a name, it must be Indiana Jones. This podcast is not endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited or Paramount Pictures and is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. The official Indiana Jones site can be found at www.indianajones.com. Indiana Jones, all names and sounds, and any other Indiana Jones-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. All original content of this podcast is the intellectual property of TheForce.net LLC unless otherwise indicated.